This is Eldritch Buds, an actual play Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition podcast. Sitting at the... actually, we really don't have time for interest tonight. Uh, you guys are falling 800 feet from the sky, and you're going to hit the ground in about 10 seconds. Grimble and Haze, you've just avoided the arcane source falling on you, and the rest of you are on the outskirts of the room. As your stomachs drop, like they're at the top of a roller coaster, I first need everybody to roll me dexterity saving throws. You do not want to fail these. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Dirty 20 for me. A success. 25. Success. 11. Okay. <laughs> 18 for Gribble. Success. Zed has to reach into his bag of tricks here because this natty one will not do. Give me a oh, second. Yes. Ooh, this is a deck save throw, not yes, a ability check, eh? Deck save throw. I don't think I can magical guidance my way out of this one. All right, so it sounds like it's a natty one for Zed. Okay, so uh, just paint the picture a little bit more. You guys are inside of a chapel that is falling. So for a brief second, picture like an elevator dropping. Everything in the chapel kind of rises up, like a lack of gravity for a little bit. There are a number of like loose chains and uh, stained glass on the ceiling. There's also like some wooden beams like kind of holding this whole thing together. So as you guys are kind of falling up a little bit, um, there are some things you're going to have to avoid. The three individuals who rolled high enough, you don't kind of smash into anything. You're not taking any damage. Jinxie, uh, as you kind of lose your footing and everything like that, your head smashes against the sidewall and you start kind of like floating up and... You feel like you're very lucky that you didn't kind of crash through the roof of this. Um, Zed, unfortunately, with a natural one, um, you do absolutely smash through the ceiling of this uh, uh -oh. faded chapel as things fall around you. So I need Jinxie and Zed to, first of all, um, both of you take 14 bludgeoning damage. Uh, Zed, you, though, are now outside of the faded chapel and call it 80 feet now, kind of separated as things are happening really fast. For our listeners at home, um, when you're taking fall damage or you're falling, it's 500 feet per round. So in a six second span, the chapel has fallen kind of more than halfway, um, you know, to the ground. This first round is happening during that first 500 feet um, of falling. So Zed has just smashed through the roof. Jinxie, you've just taken some damage. The rest of you seem okay. We're going to stay in order from combat last round. Um, however, a fun little wrinkle. In order to simulate how quick and fast this is occurring in real time, I'm going to have everyone to please text me what you're going to do on your turn. That way there's no table talk. And then in combat order, you're going to read your text aloud as your turn. Okay? Okay. Okay, so I've received everybody's intentions on this chaotic turn. We're going to start <laughs> with Chode, who was at the top of the order during combat, and we're going to stick to that order. Chode, what are you going to do? All right, so bonus action. Going to send the flying carpet after Zed. Okay. Um, and then just yell at it, uh, make sure you come back. Okay. Um, can you do me a favor and roll me um, a d20, please, to see how nimble this thing is going through all this wreckage? 14. 
Okay, that's fine. It makes it through the uh, Z-size hole in the glass ceiling um, and zips up. What's your reaction? Um, I'm going to lift the spear and see if I can see where... I want to just look to see if I can see the map so I can Mm -hmm. find where the Tower of Rydalia is. Okay, so you're using the Detect Magic feature on uh, the Spear of Millionard for this? Yeah. Perfect. Um, You do see very similar neon light flashing um, in this room. Uh, on one side of the chapel, you do see a map. On the other side, you do see text. And you're telling me that you'd rather look at the map side, yes? Yes. Perfect. Um, you do see uh, the same map as was in Millionaire's Tomb. The first two dots are lit up, but you now see a third lit up. Farther to the west, almost at the coast. Um, but, uh, yeah, you, you essentially get the sense that you you know, know a little bit where this uh, Tower of Riley is. Cool. And I'm just going to... That was everything that you texted me? Okay, yes. so we are going to move down to Jinxie. Okay, jeez. Um, Jinxie is going to cast Conjure Animals. Yeah. He's once again going to cast two giant eagles because mm-hmm. he likes repeating things, I guess. Yeah. Um, he's going to cast one, and one eagle's going to try to pick up Jinxie and, and Haze, and the other's going to go after Zed and try to pick Zed up. Okay, so as the uh, carpet <laughs> zooms through the uh, glass ceiling, uh, chasing it is a bird. Um, <laughs> the bird then grabs uh, a woolly mammoth and is making its way over to um, the middle of the room. Zed... You have just been flung out of this glass ceiling, uh, smashing through, and you're kind of twisting and turning and kind of topsy-turvy. What are you going to do? Zed is going to start firmly with the, holy fuck, um, as he's, you know, spiraling through the air. Um, Then, as the cool, common, collected uh, sorcerer he is, he will cast everybody's favorite and not overused spell, Tempestuous Magic. Controlling the air around him, he will right himself head over feet and start to descend more gracefully and in control. Um, knowing that his friends have to break out of um, the you know, uh, chapel below him, he is going to try and make a slightly larger hole than the one he provided he's a pretty slender guy um he's gonna then kind of face uh the chapel below and cast shatter at the second level it's a 60 foot range and it's a 10 foot sphere on top of that it hopes to shatter the ceiling on that chapel okay uh, so the rest of you inside, as these birds are going crazy, as Chode's spears lighting up and he's trying to get some uh, information on the walls, you hear a loud thunderclap of like this shattering energy uh, go off about 10 feet higher than the ceiling uh, as you were just out of range for that, Zed. Nice try, though. Um, and that brings us down to Hayes. Um, Hayes, what did you text me that you were going to do? So I'm going to try to quickly whip the power source that's on the ground nearby into my bag of holding. Okay, I'm going to need a sleight of hand check for that, please. Oh, if only that wasn't a plus 10. Thank God. 
That's a 16. Okay, very nice. Yeah, you are able to collect it uh, and put it in your bag. However, uh, in doing so, time around you freezes for a second. And without um, kind of changing your turn and anything that you're doing outside of this, it does give you a quick option here. You hear the same voice in your head of the arcane source. And it asks if you alone would like its power. Hayes doesn't even have time to think and doesn't even notice this before. Bonus action, grapple hook snaps out and he's shooting over to Chode. Okay, very nice. Because he's going to get on the magic carpet with him. And as he's doing that, he watches it zoom off into the sky and goes, oh, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> as a giant eagle is cawing at you and you're like, what the fuck is that thing? <laughs> Uh, okay, very nice. Uh, so you're officially saying no to the arcane source. That's what I'm, I'm saying. Uh, yeah, on the way over, Hayes has right time to think about. No. Yeah, there's no immediate acceptance. Okay, perfect. Um, very nice. I'm loving the chaos so far. Grimble, you're gonna kind of tide us over on this last round before we drop another 500 feet. So uh, Grimble was gonna fight through all the panic and try to reach out to the power source and grab it. Uh, but before his eyes, Hayes has already <laughs> nabbed it into his bag. Um, yeah, that was my That was your point. turn, that's right. Um, okay, so I'm gonna need uh, very quickly Jinxie. Can you roll me an attack with the giant eagle, please? And use the bonus? Yep. Okay, uh, sorry, nat 20. <laughs> sorry. Oh, very nice. Uh, Grimble, you are grabbed up with this town of this eagle as it thought it was going for Haze, but you were the only person there, so now you are in this town with Jinxie. Okay. Oh, I gotta nice. get better aim. So just to uh, finish us off here, how round one went, Zed flew through the top of the uh, glass ceiling with a carpet and a bird chasing him. He was able to kind of twist and turn and cast Shatter, uh, narrowly missing both the bird and the carpet, I should say, uh, as they kind of erupted through the glass ceiling to get him. Grimble was uh, trying to reach out for the arcane source, and it was zipped up before his eyes with Haze grabbing it and zipping off towards Chode, who is holding a glowing spear and who has taken the coordinates of a map, downloading it into his brain. Lastly, Jinxie, casting two giant birds, uh, one he's in the talons of, zips over to collect Haze, but misses, grabs Grimble, and the other one is zipping up to the top. Did I miss anything, gentlemen? You forgot when we all landed safely and, <laughs> and we got uh, landed. Sound. That brings me to this turn. So, um, for everybody in the chapel, please, I need another dexterity saving throw as things are kind of whipping around and being flung everywhere and, like, dropping very quickly. It's an 8 for me. Okay. It's a 13. Okay. 11 again. Okay. Grimble? Uh, is going to use Flash of Genius. You know what? I apologize. Both Grimble and Jinxie do not have to roll because they're in the talons of a bird. Jinxie, please roll a dexterity save with the bird stats. Grimble's already a genius, so no need. Yeah, you don't need to burn that there, Grimble. I 18. Very nice. Okay, so that's a success. Uh, Chode and Haze. As you uh, kind of slam into Chode after grappling towards him, and Chode, you kind of like shaken off, like, what the hell? Um, 
you are able to notice that there is a large beam that has kind of dislodged from the roof and is screaming down towards you. Both of you failed, and you take 22 bludgeoning damage from this. Go ahead, Hayes. God. So I take 11. Yes. Thank you, Evasion. Go ahead, Hayes, though. What do you mean? Is it I'm first now? Uh, no, that no, was he knew the, what you were about to say, and it was like, go ahead, um, take the half damage. <laughs> um, okay, so now that you guys have a little bit more knowings of what's going on here, I will have this last turn be without the facade of texting. You guys can just go, Chode, you're up. Uh, this is the last round before the chapel inevitably hits the ground. You do not have your carpet with you. Uh, can I ask, though, what's the range of flying speed of the carpet? It's uh, 60 feet. Okay, so it's most of the way towards Zed now. Yeah. Um, is, like, Cambria, like, on me? Like, if, did you grapple, like, on me? Or did you just grapple, like, next to me? Uh, it's very it's very romantic swinging where I've just... I've I grappled to, like, the wall next to you, but you've kind of caught me. As okay. I just sort of swing for, Yeah. Okay. Is my... Bonus action. Um, I'm going to second wind just to get some health back. Smart man. You wouldn't have that if I did a better job of fighting you guys last episode. That's true. Uh, I I rolled a 10, so that's Very nice. 17 health Maximum. back. And then he's going to say, hold on, small guy. And I'm going to jump and kind of like protecting Haze. I'm going to try and just go straight up through the glass, kind of taking Very the brunt nice. force of the damage. I will have you please roll me an athletics check, please. That's a 22. Very nice. Smashing through the glass ceiling with haze is a chode. Chode, uh, you're going to take a little bit of damage for that. Um, But it was high enough to not kind of slam into any beam or anything. You're just kind of taking a little bit of glass damage. Uh, Four damage on that one there, chode. Nothing too crazy. Uh, Anything else, my friend? Bonus action... No, my bonus action was bonus to, action was second win. Yes, second win. Right. So yeah, I'm, that's that's my turn. Okay, Jinxie in the talons uh, with your eagle. Um, go ahead if you'd like to control eagle number one first. That's going towards Zed. Like you can kind of choose which you're doing here, as is all kind of happening in tow. Yes. So, so now Chode and Haze are through the glass at the top now. That is correct. And that's kind of that's kind of where. Zed is as well. So I would like to reroute Eagle number one. Okay. And uh, now, can I ask the... why you're doing that? Jinxie, I feel like, yeah, would have would have seen the carpet go after Zed after casting Eagle at Zed. Mm-hmm. So I would like to control Eagle one and, and go pick up uh, Cambrio and, and Chode. Okay. Perfect. So the Eagle kind of darts towards. Um... Reroute. Yeah, it darts towards Chode with Haze in his arms. Um, very nice. How much health does the Eagle have, by the way? Eagle has 26 hit points. Okay, it's going to take a little bit of damage as it kind of smashes through okay. uh, the glass ceiling. If you'd like to try and aim for the same hole that Zed went through, I'll have you roll something. Otherwise, it's going to yeah, sure. take a little Let's bit. Let's try of... to get the, the hole shot into the hole. Okay, so roll me a dexterity check, please, with the Eagle. Uh, seven. Okay. Um, it's not too bad. It actually, oh, it takes seven damage as it kind of smashes through, making the hole a little bit bigger. 
as it itself is uh, wider than said. But yes, it does reroute and Chode and Haze, you are able to see that there is that first eagle kind of cruising towards you. And then I guess eagle number number two would have just carried, tried to carry myself and and, uh, and Bebo out. Okay, um, if you wouldn't mind, please roll me another dexterity check with eagle number two as it's gonna try and avoid some damage here. Oh my gosh, okay, that's a five. <laughs> we are not rolling very well. Uh, okay, some dumb five. birds. <laughs> They just can't um, see it's a window. They think it's open, and they just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, ooh, this one, okay, takes max... It takes 12 damage. Okay. Um, on that note, uh, what I will say is Jinxie and Grimble, you're going to take half that as you're being held by it, which means, Jinxie, I need you to roll probably the most uh, important constitution saving throw of your life. You need to beat a six. To actually, I guess technically you need to be a ten by rules written, but because it was so little damage, I'm making it a DC six. Would would Jinxie be frightened being so high up off the ground <laughs> and being be carried by? <laughs> no, you know what Jinxie's gonna get? Jinxie's gonna get disadvantaged for this roll because that's a stupid question every time that we do a con save. So Don't that's you what you get. Get advantage mm-hmm. on Constitution saving throws, anyways. Um, okay, I got a ten and a fourteen. <laughs> okay. You pass. It's okay. The eagles remain. Um, okay. Uh, anything else, Jinx? Anything that you are doing from the talons? No, Jinx is just focusing on these stupid flying birds. <laughs> He's okay. controlling and doing a really bad job. <laughs> that's nice. that's all he can muster up. Uh, Zed, you're kind of catching yourself midair. Um, you've just cast a kind of failed shatter spell, but then have seen kind of the rest of your friends come through the roof regardless, including a couple of big birds. What are you doing, my friend? So, Zed feels at home in the wind, in the chaos, in the storms, in the sky. He's surprisingly calm, given the situation. He also is a pretty confident guy and definitely feels he has the tools to, um, you know, pull this off. That being said, I do need a ruling from you with the time passed, with my falling rate, and the fact that the carpet was flying up towards me. Has it got to me? Roll me a dexterity check to see if you can kind of collect yourself and land on the carpet as it either zips by you or kind of collects you right underneath. Perfect. Hopefully it's better than the last natty one. Dexterity check, by the way, not a save. Okay, that is the same either way it's a 14 14 you find yourself on the carpet itself that is glorious and i was 80 feet before i was 80 feet above the chapel before chode has launched up words so Mm -hmm. i would guesstimate with my half elven eyes that he is less than 90 feet from me um the number I had in my head was a hundred because when you're doing like, like that when you're falling, this is a sorry for the podcast listeners, but like when you're falling outwards at different kind of rates, what I will say though, is um, the carpet was told to go back to Chode on its turn. So I will say that it starts flying towards Chode to kind of close that. So yes, we'll call it, you're now kind of 80 feet perpendicular from everybody else kind of in the sky. 
Perfect. This goes right along my plan. Zed is going to cast Thunder Step, and that allows me to teleport, and any uh, objects, as long as their weight does not exceed what I can carry. Um, also, willing creatures. I'm not really sure what this carpet is going to classify as, but I'm assuming one of the other that I'd be able to bring it with me. And I'm mm-hmm. going to cast that to land um, right below Chode and Haze as they are falling. Okay. With an eagle screaming towards them. Excellent. Um, yeah, I didn't notice that. <laughs> no, that's okay. Haze, uh, you are now being coddled by Chode. Would you like to do anything? Uh, I feel safe for the first time in a long time, and that's going to be my turn. Very nice. Grimble. <laughs> Uh, just being swooped up by these massive talons, uh, Grimble's just got to take a second to see how he's oriented. Like, is he dangling by an ankle, or is he being carried, uh, like, Frodo off Mount Doom? Like, um, I will say second. that because Josh rolled a natural 20 when he scooped you up, Josh, you can let him know how he is being held right now. Um, Good like or bad. Jesus on the cross. <laughs> how about not okay. that? All right, uh, so with no hands free, Grimble is just going to be chilling. <laughs> Thanks for that, Josh. <laughs> uh, perfect. So, uh, Jinxie and Grimble are officially safe being in the talons of an eagle. Fly with me, Grimble. Haze, Chode, and Zed are now kind of all poofed onto the carpet um, as it kind of appears right there. Jinxie, because you did nothing to call off your eagle on your turn, (laughs) I am going to say this. Can you please roll an attack with your eagle? Okay, eagle attack is a 12. Okay, a 12. Uh, Roll me a d100. If your eagle rips my carpet and destroys it, I swear to God. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 92. Okay. Uh, So... (laughs) If it was the other kind of side of that, if you had rolled an 8 or a 10 or lower, absolutely that would have happened to Chode. However, with a 92% chance, uh, nothing happens. Uh, the eagle is able to kind of see what's happening in front of it, realize that its you know, its master's friends are safe enough, and all of you take no damage and are safe in the sky as you watch, like, essentially a meteor of this huge chapel smash into the ground, get absolutely pulverized. It causes like a small tremor across the wasteland of Weirgazam. And uh, Jinxie, you and your heart of hearts feel five goats weaker. <gasps> no. Oh, no. It's not above the a farm? My, f- my friends. No, they would have disappeared because he conjured other Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I'm just <laughs> Um, however, uh, your group is now kind of in the sky. Chode, you were able to see a point on the map. However, you did not get kind of the, the text or the clue or the important part of this. So hopefully that map is enough to get you to the next area. Uh, what would your group like to do, everybody? I say we look for like a 
a nice little open spot to land and check, uh, quickly assess our options. Sure. And communicate that in the mind chat. See if we can't find a little clearing or something. Oh my god. Thank god you guys are okay. I saw you falling out of the sky. Is everyone, is everyone, I mean, you look alright. Is everyone alright? What happened down there? You, you fell out of the church? That was freaking wild. Yeah, that was on, that was on purpose so I could do magic stuff. Um, uh-huh. You guys didn't see me falling or anything, right? Like it all happened so fast you didn't really, you didn't really see how I ended up in the sky. I think I tasted your blood on the ceiling a little. <laughs> it's blood of my enemies, Jinxie. Oh, okay. You keep that, that on you, eh? Shadow Zed blood. Did you have your tongue out while you ripped through the glass ceiling? <laughs> Jinxie always does. Mid-flight, tongue out. <laughs> like a dog outside yeah, of yeah. a car window. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just looking at the sunset. Ridiculous. It's a shame about that power source, though. I feel that that probably really would have been helpful for Pythos. But uh, I'm just, I'm glad everyone made it out of there. Uh, so we landed yet or no? Or are we just kind of cruising around? I kind of assumed that we were still in the sky. I, w- I assumed that we wouldn't have waited the, like, you know, time for yeah. us to react to what just happened. Do we want to just, wanna just I'm going to turn to a show and just be asked like did you get enough to know where we're going like should we just cruise there now or uh i saw where we need to go but i unfortunately didn't get to read uh what the script says so i know on the maps where we need to go like it's way over on the coast but i unfortunately didn't have time to read the thing just for posterity's sake here, Chode, you would have, uh, like, kind of been in your best guess, it was about double the length from where Millionaire's tomb was to Faded Chapel, is where Faded Chapel is to Tower of Rylia. So, given the same kind of travel stipulations, it'd be four or five days. Now, that's walking or goading, though, so. Uh, best guess, four or five days from his. Um, we might be able to speed it up, so I don't know. Carpet's pretty fast. Actually, I need to, and I like reach out and high five the carpet's like tassel. My man, I know you'd catch me. It does like the surfer, like, yeah, bruh, like <laughs> shaka, shaka, bruh, sign with its tassel. No, uh, no, no credit for the whole teleportation of, I mean, the carpet, eh? We're just, just gonna oh, ignore is that, that how part? it got his? Yeah, I, I guess oh, you were following. Yeah, yeah, no, it was a teamwork, teamwork for sure. All right, all right. Well, way to go. I'll give you a high five too. I will give said high five. Zed also does the shaka, bro. <laughs> <laughs> He's never seen that before. He thought it was a carpet thing. That was like only carpets did that. <laughs> yeah. From under the eagle here. Uh, hey guys, uh, could I sit? on something maybe my shoulders are uh, getting a little sore here all right let's land and we can kind of make a little game plan tease so as we as we get down everyone's i guess the hop off the carpet and he's just, just so i think we know our next goal 
is is the tower, obviously. Um, I know we were talking about getting something for Pythos. We still have two more sources out there, and he said he just needs one. I think our best option is if... And Hayes is going to open the bag, and it's going to be just like that, like a gold glow coming out of the bag. I think we get in our best shape for what's ahead. Um, I'll have you know, it asked me if I wanted this alone, and I said no, because I couldn't do that to you guys, because we're a team, and I think, you know, I'm going to put it in the middle of us, just be like, let's just get our hands in here, and we'll get after it. Hey, do you, do you know what it was offering you? Uh, other than just kind of the energy emanating off this? Nope. Um, but again, I wasn't about to just take something on, on my own without without the band, you know what I mean? I, uh... I understand the desire to get stronger before the next fight, but I mean, if Pythos was looking for a power, I mean, this one suspended a chapel in the sky, and that's kind of what he's looking for. Yeah. And I don't know if we'll find anything that would help him like this would. Yeah, this seems like the perfect one for for Pythos. All right. What, what's it going to make I us do? We'll levitate? Just... I don't know. We... Guess we won't find out. And Hayes closes Hayes, the are bag. Are you holding it? Are you holding it in your hand right now? No, nope, bag's open. I was just opening the bag. And it's like a glove. I'm just gonna close the bag and put it away. I guess do we do we have time to rest or do we need to take off? I wouldn't mind like at least a little half hour breathers at the very least. But find that we'll get our bearings, figure out where we are, and get going. Do we have anything to speed up? How quickly Weez can get those? Like the goats were huge. Hey, shakes the bag. Maybe. Question, guys. I don't... On our way to the chapel, I was doing a fair bit of thinking amongst my, myself. and I've got this, this helmet here from the last place. And I keep thinking... What if this helmet could sever a connection or a hold over someone that this, you know, Tyok thing may have? Um, obviously, I think of my brother and and that, but what if the connection to Emily is 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 a mental one? What if putting this on her would break her? of any tie that this creature could have over her and also sever the connection to that H7 whatever it was. What if we don't head straight to the tower, but we give that a shot first? I mean, we can do that in like 10 seconds. I just look at Shodan and say, do you have a the doorknob still? Uh, has got the doorknobs. Boom. Do we just... I, I think it's worth a try. Just a quick in and out? We know where she is. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And we're right back here. But guys, we don't, we don't even know how the helmet works. What if... 
what if there's like a certain amount of uses or like if you're hoping to free your brother what if it's a one shot kind of deal hey can can I seize it let me seize it yeah I'm gonna take out the helmet and pass it <laughs> Joe's gonna seize it <laughs> I seize this helmet yeah uh, I'm gonna cast identify on the helmet Okay, Chode, so this is a Helm of Mind Evasion. This is a wondrous item that can do a number of things. Uh, I will send you the information for it um, this episode here. However, in general, it essentially will break uh, any source of mind control um, if this individual is being mind controlled as well it allows you to do the following things. Uh, it can cast uh, a couple of neat spells. I won't go into detail now in case we want to save that. Uh, something else can do is mind sense. You can sense the very essence uh, even of any creatures within 60 feet of you, allowing you to detect where all creatures are within this range. You can tell whether creatures within this range are charmed or affected by mind-altering magic. It also allows you to do mind invasion. As an action, you can focus on a creature within 60 feet of you. You do not need to see the targeted creature. You only need to know where they are. You learn what the creature is currently thinking uh, on a failed DC wisdom saving throw. And when you've read the surface thoughts of your target, you can delve deeper into the target's memories and thoughts as an action. Uh, the target essentially has to make wisdom saving throws to break this. You also get the ability to do telepathic link. Uh, you forge a telepathic link with up to eight creatures of your choice, allowing you to speak and share any other information derived through sensory input to those connected to you, as long as both you and the linked creature are on the same plane of existence. The range of this telepathic link is unlimited. Uh, you may forge a telepathic link with a willing creature by touching them, and either creature may break the telepathic link as an action. This is a kick-ass, wondrous helm that you now have in your possession. So Chode, I don't know what you'd like to share from that, if anything, but that is what you've gained from the Identify spell. Um, yeah, I'd probably pass on most of that uh, to the group, just like, well, this is definitely our uh, Ashada saving uh, whoever we're choosing, whether it's the chain or it's Emily. Um, Connor, would I have known it? Will it expand? Or shrink, like depending on the head. Or yeah, you feel like just this very ancient, incredible imbued magic in this thing. Um, you get the sense that absolutely it will form fit to user. So whether okay. giant robot head or small half elf head, it will fit. So is it'll it'll fit on either of them which is good. I'm going to be honest, though, guys. I don't think we should go back to check on the bodies of Emily. I think she's dead dead in that. So I think our best shot is to put this on a robot or to break the, break the chain from his curse. I think you're right, Chode. I mean, last time we tried with Emily's body, didn't there was nothing. Um, I think we gotta spend our time wisely here, and 
I don't think the detour back to Emily's body is you know, the smartest thing right now. Well, we might as well uh, get a uh, move on. Got a long journey ahead and not a lot of time to work with. Zed will say rather disheveled, I'll say. It's not in a good way. Um, are we close to the rubble of the chapel? Uh, if you'd like to be, sure. Um, Joe just wants to walk over and use the detect magic with the spear just to see if anything glows from the rubble. Mm-hmm. Um, roll me an investigation check and I might be able to give you a little bit of the message, but we'll see. 16. With a 16, I will give you... Uh, I will give you the following. You can see that there are obviously bricks and rubble and pieces of this chapel kind of exploded all over the place. It's like a stone elemental just took a giant shit on the ground. <laughs> However, you do recognize some of the kind of glowing orange neon um, pieces of arcane text as you're kind of holding your spear over it. Uh, following words or phrases, you can kind of piece together. Next source. Help lift. Faced. Prevailed. Inner deem. Claim. Reaching the tower is. That's what you get. And you get the sense that that was not in any sense of order. Those were just kind of loose bricks that you found. Okay. Thank you. Are we going to take a quick breathers? Or are we just going to start huffing it? Um, I will say it's about midday. Um, just like, I don't know, noon, one o'clock type of thing. Because you guys arrived here kind of in the morning. Uh, so if you'd like, you can do a short rest. You don't need to do a long rest yet. Um, to be honest, guys, I mean, I'm happy to get a move on and then we're going to have to find somewhere to sleep tonight anyway. So maybe we focus on resting then. That's fair enough. I mean, if we're, if we're running short on time, every minute's going to count. Do, do we take the eagles? Do they fly, fly us there for a bit? Sure. That'd be great. They probably move faster than us. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jinxie, what is their flying speed? Uh, 80 feet. They move a hell of a lot faster than us. Yeah. So that's 800 feet a minute. 48,000 feet per hour. So they're essentially traveling at 48 miles per hour, which is pretty freaking That's pretty good. fast. I will say, yeah, I will say uh, that... Sorry, and you can hold the giant eagles for, what, two hours or is it eight hours? Or is it just concentration and that's how, however long you concentrate for? I think it's one hour. Unless... Yeah, yeah, just one hour. Okay. Uh, so, given that information, I will say that uh, if you do the flying and you kind of do it once per day for an hour or however long you're doing it, uh, you'll essentially shave this time by over half. So the four and a half to five days it would take you, I'll say with mixing in, casting that spell and focusing on it, uh, you guys can get there in two days. Ooh, Holy shit. Yeah. Um, however, 
how's this? By the end of kind of the first day, if you're going to be doing that, uh, Jinxie, uh, to kind of get essentially a third or halfway there by the end of today, why don't we say that eventually after some travel with the eagles and with the carpet and everybody kind of flying along, you are able to find a little bit of a clearing in the wasteland uh, near kind of a cave. You're able to post up with a fire and scrounge a little bit of food. If we're going to bed down here for tonight, assuming that potentially as early as tomorrow you could be at the Tower of Rylea, I need everybody to make me a constitution saving throw if they would like to participate in a long rest. 21. Okay. Success. 19. Success. 5. Failure. Grimble's going to use a flash of genius to bump him to 22. Success. Uh, 13 on the concept. Failure. So, Hayes and Zed both add a level of exhaustion to yourself. Uh, Grimble, you can remove your exhaustion from being able to get a good night's sleep. Before we end tonight's episode, I would just like a final take here on where's everybody at health-wise, where's everybody at exhaustion-wise, specifically Hayes and Zed, who didn't get to participate in that rest. I'm real exhausted. I have two levels of exhaustion, and I have 40 out of 69 health points. Okay. Hit points. I am 21 hit points. Um, I am level one exhausted, and I have very few spell slots. Okay. So, on the precipice of greatness, our Red Hand Band finds themselves exhausted, tired, but now in possession of two arcane sources. One inside them, and one inside Hayes' bag. That's where we're going to end tonight's episode. (laughs) See you next week. Yay! Yeehaw! You've reached the end of the episode. Thanks for listening. Hey, wait, don't go yet. If you enjoyed what you heard, please give us an honest review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. We'd love to hear from you. As well, please follow us on Instagram at EldritchBuds. It's where we post announcements, art, memes, and more. A special thanks to Arcane Anthems for the in-game music and to Zach Parks for our killer intro music. Until next episode, thanks for tuning in, buddies.